is Live Mike. Check one, two. With Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. Uh, this week it's with Amy Donaldson and uh, Scott Powell. Yes. It's actually not this week. I just <laughs> I, I hesitated because I thought, oh, I'm not taking over for a week. Believe me, you can keep listening to KSL because Lee will be back tomorrow. Lee, you still have a job. Yeah. I just wanted to let well, you know. Well, you still have a station. I don't know about the rest. So um, we are, it's President's Day, and to celebrate President's Day, we've been reading um, some quotes from our favorite, our favorite, they're either our favorite quotes or, or some presidents that we admire. And I love this one from William McKinley because I feel like this all the time in the last maybe six or seven years in public debate um, because it's become so toxic right. and so polarized. Uh, so William McKinley, who served from 1897 to 1901, uh, in the darkest defeat, victory may be nearest. So ooh. don't give up ooh. hope. So ooh, there you go. Ooh, ooh. What's yours, Scott? Well, you it's uh, from Her- Herbert Hoover. Uh, that's a mouthful to say. <laughs> and uh, this is really kind of introducing our next uh, guest as well. Be patient and calm. No one can catch a fish with anger. Hmm. Be patient and calm. I try to do a lot of things with anger. It reminds me of my first swim lesson where they said, I've never seen anyone be that mad at the water. <laughs> but then you took it in and you did great. So uh, I didn't. I gave up swimming and oh, took up running. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I can swim. I can swim from the boat to the... You know, the that's dock. what counts. You know, that's all that's I care what about. So, so why don't you go ahead and introduce our next guest. Angela Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, what a great organization you have. Um, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your organization, a little bit about what you've been doing? And and uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the program today. Oh, thank you for having me on. Um, the first thing I do want to say is um, I, I do think I owe the Democratic Caucus an apology for the events that happened uh, this past week. So I do want to sincerely apologize for um, being um, not not sensitive. Uh, I can only see that now, right, after the mistake sure. has been made. And sure. so I do sincerely apologize to uh, Representative Hollins and the caucus. Sure. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe you didn't catch the fish that time, but you can go back and catch the fish next time. Right. So, right. so and I think we should, to be clear for listeners, like there was an issue that happened in caucus and we're not going to, discuss that right now because i think it's some a discussion that maybe you and Senate, uh, representative hollins should have first but uh you were making a presentation on a bill that was uh decriminalizing polygamy and um and that's what you're apologizing for is the right. way the way you uh characterized or handled that right analogy. definitely could have been done differently okay <laughs> so can you go ahead now and tell us like what was your opposition to this bill what were you sort of hoping so um well sound choices coalition they've um, been around for i believe almost 10 years and uh what we mostly do is speak out against the harms of polygamy um and what a lot of people don't realize is that polygamy is it's been found to be inherently harmful and sometimes that's really hard to figure out well how where's the justification for that how can you prove that Mm -hmm. um because um at least in this instance that we have here going on in utah um, the question would be, you know, can you recognize oppression when people are smiling and saying that they agree with it? Um, and is it possible to be oppressed willingly? Is it possible? Is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually is very possible. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's the opposite of using fear to oppress. What's your um, connection to polygamy? Like, how did you get interested in this? 
Well, you know, I had volunteered with Operation Underground Railroad for a couple of years doing events for them. And I just reached a point where I wanted to do something that was more specific to Utah that was a, a unique issue for Utah. Okay. And that's how I got into it. Because um, Scott and I were discussing what we were going to um, debate and discuss on the radio today. And my reaction, my reaction, I did watch the hearing because um, uh, I saw it on Twitter. I saw the, the discussion about the debate uh, about what happened. And so I watched the committee hearing and separating my feelings from what happened about the bill itself and, and what it's doing. I think my feeling is that decriminalizing polygamy will actually allow people who are in it, it, it's it's. It's become a criminal endeavor because of the secrecy that surrounds it. I think anytime you have people who feel like they can't go to their local law enforcement or go to a teacher at school or they're not even in a school, um, if you don't have, um, if you don't feel like all of the tools of society are available to you because you are living an illegal lifestyle, I feel like that is where, is that, that is what breeds that abuse and that sort of, um, the oppression comes from that. What do you think about that? So, I can see um, how people are coming to that conclusion. However, when you're looking at decriminalizing anything that's been found harmful, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a crime because it's been found harmful. That's not the right question to ask. You know, we wouldn't ask, um, you know, if it's okay, if consenting adults are all selling heroin and doing her- heroin. Well, maybe if we just decriminalized it, we wouldn't see There are the people damages. that argue that. There are, but there are that, people that would. Yeah. There are people that would. And, yeah. and I've read those arguments. Um, what you have to realize about polygamy in particular and it and it really doesn't matter if it's religious or not that there are things in place that that they're there intentionally this fear of government mm-hmm. that's not coming from us yeah it's coming from within and and that the reason is to keep them there but i think it comes from both because i've talked to polygamists mm-hmm. uh who like their lifestyle and feel it's their religion and they want that to be respected but they feel like the government like they can't tell people at school they can't and so i think when you're isolated like that the only people you do have to go to for help are in your community and they may not be like you say they may not have your best they their their goal is to keep the community together it's not for your well-being or what what's going to be good for you right but it's not only you have to look at the whole picture it's not only that they are distrustful of government they're also distrustful of everyone out here mm-hmm. so and, and that comes unless from within. You, that comes from within yeah unless yeah. you address the issues from within like these teachings from within um you're not because what's holding it in place is fear mm-hmm. it, it's fear you could you could argue that some of it is coming from the outside but a lot of it is coming from the inside well, I look at the Short Creek Raid, right? I right. look at um, some of the things that have happened that the government has done to polygamous communities. And it so terrifies me. With the Short yeah. Creek Raid, um, if you study it, um, it really should be called an attempted rescue. They were aware of massive child abuse within that community, and they were trying to rescue those children. They were mm-hmm. aware of underage marriages. See, these are things that I, I don't know that these have been confirmed because I've never been yeah. released, right? Yeah. And so right. all I hear is, all I see is people's kids being taken from them based on an anonymous right. phone yeah. call that was never confirmed to be legitimate. Well, I think the Warren Jeffs and what happened down in Texas yeah. confirmed all of that. And my experience was when we had three women that broke out and came in my Senate office and they wouldn't leave until I had I'd commit to do something for them. And, I mean, the horrific sexual act, uh, episodes that were going on i'll never forget one of the women said to me i'm sick and tired of my 13 and 14 year old daughters being quote broke in and to me that just descended over the top and i i think 
Angela, what, what you're saying and, and Amy, what you're saying is a, a good dialogue so everybody understands better of what, what's well, going on out and there. It, it's important, you know, I, I before I got involved in this, I really did have to strip, I did strip away all of my pre, everything I thought about it before because I, I actually think it can be a big problem when you're talking about a social cause. Before I ever knew anything about polygamy at all, I brought my own assumptions into it, which yeah. were, you know, I come from a military family, very aware of freedom in this country. And, and my first thoughts were, we live in a free country, and if they want to live it, let them live it. But when you learn more about it, that's not their perception. Their perception isn't that they live in a free country and that they can do what they want. Their perception is if you're born a woman, you're born a girl, you are going to be a wife. Yeah. And... And so it's these deeper human rights violations that are hard to notice because, frankly, you and I don't see them. It's not our experience. It's not our experience. We don't even have to think about that. Yeah, and we have to go because yeah. we're over time again. Yeah. This uh, is like a, a habit first. Thank you so much you, for coming. Just down. kind of yeah. sum up, Angela. Yeah. Just take ten seconds. Yeah, I mean, I would just encourage people to to try to look at this bill. Um, it, it's not just my opinion that says that it, this is harmful for society. I'm, I'm going off of mm-hmm. case, you know, the Canada case, which is most the most extensive research ever done on polygamy. Okay, um, so. and 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 we'll we're going to have you back. Or, yeah, 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 you'll have to have me back. What was the name yeah. of the group again? Sound Choices Coalition. Sound Choices Coalition. Okay, thank you again. Uh, you're listening to Live Mike on KSL News Radio with Amy and Scott.